Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 32. This is How to Ruin a Good Walk. Welcome. Yes, welcome back, and we are flying through the episodes. 32. That wasn't um, actually your radio breaking up. That was Josh trying to put some emphasis in. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, if you're new to the podcast, we have a couple of sections, but this week is a little bit different because... US Open week. It is major week. The US Open is here, so... We're going to start, as always, at the very beginning with Chopper of the Week. Then we're going to go with to Tour Trash Talk, which will basically make up majority of today because yes. we've got a lot to speak about last week's winners um, on both sides of the pond. Yes. Um, and then also a little bit of news of Angel Cabrera that we brought up in January time. Yeah, it must have been around January time, if not just before that. Um, and then we're also going to move on to a story regarding Ian Poulter's so, son, cool. which is... Not Horrendous. For the squ- I say not for the squirmish people, but you couldn't really see it. Yeah. Um, and then US Open preview. But I want to start, Josh. I know this is not really sort of golf related at all. Um, but how scary was that Ericsson? Oh, mate! Like uh, we 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 were together watching that. Like, yeah. What's watching the game? Yeah. And like my, my, I was watching it thinking like you've got all these athletes, whether they're golfers or footballers. Like you, you said this actually. Your, your you and your mum said this. Like. Um, these guys are checked all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Whether you're a golfer, whether you are a footballer, you have medicals, you have all this stuff all the time, and it still happened. Yeah, constantly being checked, constantly having, like, when you move to a club, you have a medical. When you're at that, say, at that club, you'll be constantly monitored, all things like this. You've got the best support possible, yeah. and it still happens. So I just want to put it in perspective and say, like, professional sport doesn't matter. Like look at look oh, like yeah. put it last week. John Ram probably felt like he was like the worst thing oh, that yeah. could ever have happened. Because he's got his right. health, he's got that's his life, he's that's got a new family. Yeah, that's the thing. Let, let's have it right. Last week, John Ram would have won that event. He was eighteen under par three, yeah. ra- three, three rounds without falling off. But it, it's irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. It, sport is completely relevant. Just like with the football, the football that game carried on because they the players and Ericsson himself apparently wanted it to carry on. But that game became irrelevant. It just doesn't matter because. As long as he's okay, that's the most important 100%. thing. Hundred percent. And to be fair, it was if it was going to happen, it was probably in the best place oh, for it to happen. Yeah, if it, anything like that's ever going to happen to anybody, like obviously it should never. Well, obviously we can't say it should never happen because it does. But if you're in a place where you've got the top medical yeah. people, you've yeah. got people who have been trained in that for when it happens, and, and fair, fair play to you. everybody that was there that literally saved his life because it's, that's his captain, captain that's Mike yeah. Dean, the referee. Not Anthony Taylor. Anthony Taylor, sorry, Mike Dean. We're speaking about Mike Dean today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Taylor, referee, and then all the, the medical doctors, professionals. Yeah, and then his teammates even standing round him yeah. and all that. It, it, it's Goosebumps. It shows it's all it's more than f- about football yeah. and sport in general. Um, but let's move on to, well, first, we'll, we'll change the tone here. <laughs> hopefully he makes a, a speedy recovery um, and he's well and all. Or everything's looking okay, so that's good. Um, but let's move on now to Chopper of the Week. And this one isn't from me this week, thankfully. It's something that you would do, I think. It's definitely not something. That's actually too do. fair. As an as an as an amateur or as a club golfer, you you couldn't. Well, I we're sort of interpreting this a little bit, but it would be very very hard to do this. Yes, like so. Basically, we'll we'll get to the story and then we'll explain why it's ridiculously hard to do this. And you probably understand this when we explain it. Mark Hensby, he had to give himself a ten-shot penalty. <laughs> 10 shot penalty what it is like this is the PGA Tour event this week a 10 shot penalty because he played 
Pat Perez's golf ball for five holes. So like, the only thing I can think has happened here, right? So basically, as a pro, you have to use the same brand yeah. um, and the same style of golf ball. So say, for example, Pro-V, no ad here. Unless, unless obviously Pro-V won and tell us you want to sponsor the pod. Whoa, oh, we're open. We are open. We're open. Um, inverted commas, we'll start with Kirkland if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not anything, any, literally anyone. Anyone? <laughs> Airflow. <laughs> um, so basically, as a pro in a tournament, at the start of the week, you have to declare what golf ball you're using. So that's um, maybe at the start of a round, maybe. Yeah. Week or round. Yeah. So that, whether that's Pro-V, Pro-V1X, um, you have to make sure that you're using the correct brand and the correct sub kind of Pro-V, Pro-V1X, yeah. or Strixon, AD, Chubble, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my only thing that's think that can happen here, right, because you made a great point. He's played Pat Perez's ball on one hole yeah. by accident. Okay. But, but, uh, but is, what's is Pat he, Perez doing? Exactly. <laughs> this is my point. Is he playing with Pat Perez? I mean, we don't actually well, know. Well, no, he could have been on a different hole. So he could have played it on a different hole. He could have been hitting down, hit a different hole. But then that's also affected Pat Perez around because he probably had to well, take he could, drop. Well, yeah, he could have lost the ball, mate. He could have lost the ball. Okay, so... So then, this is what I'm thinking, This right? is the most, is it Mate, like, village. This, you know, it's village about cricket. <laughs> village like cricket. most village golf, in it? Amateur so, golf. This is what I think's happened, right? Obviously, Pat Perez, I mean, correct, correct, please write, write to us on How to Run a Good Walk um, on our Instagram, if we're if I've got this totally wrong. Um, but this is what I'm sort of interpreting it, because there's not much of a story on it. No. All it says is, like, sort of the headline. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously hit Pat Perez's ball, potentially in a different group. Uh, he's then used that wrong ball, sub so subsequently, I can't work. Subsequently, that's the word, mate. It's a bit like specifically. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Come on back, thanks, mate. Uh, for like three or four extra holes. Or well, five holes. Five holes. Well, what's his caddy doing? It's caddy's cleaning that ball at every green, right? This, sure, his caddy's yeah. gone. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. This is a pro view. I'm not pro view on this. Like you'd notice that. Like I, I would notice that. But when you're teeing it up. Yeah, there's no, there is no chance that over those five holes he hasn't teed it up and seen that in his hand. There is no chance. Like, and, he, and what are the chances of him, him marking his ball exactly the same as Pat Perez? No chance. Exactly. So how on earth well, has it got to this point? It has to take a ten shot penalty. I mean, he's got. He's amateur. He's got to feel like an absolute clown, and he so, going into so the amateur. going to the scores office. Uh, what it is, guys? For five holes, I played the wrong ball. But then the other thing that should come to me is. You see it quite often. Players will change the ball quite regularly during a round. Yeah, but they always have the same brand of ball, the same ball in the bag. Yeah, I know, but when I when I've seen it on telly, mate, they don't have a bag full of potatoes like you. Do. I'm not saying that. I'm Josh saying has two that. pockets on his no, golf no, bag. No, he has he has no. the one where he has a practice round bag, like when he's playing just with the boys. Actually, no, too fair. Use a good ball when you play I with the boys. Use a good ball. But when you're going out playing on like just a little midweek game, he has that pocket. But then he also has the other pocket, which is full of like the nice, good like. Uh, picks or yeah, Bridgestones, the freshies. the freshies. Yeah. But then he has the box of potatoes. I don't think he has a potato pocket, mate. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying he has a <laughs> the potato, the potato pocket. pocket. What I'm saying is, he will have a number of golf balls in his bag, whether it be one every three holes, one every four holes. Do you know what I mean? That he'll change. Am yeah, I right? Yeah. 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 Like they want to keep the ball fresh. It may, like balls get marked up, etc., etc. Five holes is a long time to not change a golf ball. Like you yeah. see him sometimes, and they're having a new ball every other hole. Like, so the fact that he's not changed it and he's not noticed is absolutely beyond me. It's, it's amateur hour, big time. And like you said, not only him, but his caddy as well. Like, do you reckon, here's the thing, maybe they've noticed and thought, what do we do here? 
Panic stations, <laughs> panic stations. <laughs> We're up the proverbial creek without a paddle here. What do we do? How was he going, by the way? Like, um, That's a good point. I don't know. Thing is, though, search, imagine yeah. he is absolutely like, done him over. That's what I mean. Like, imagine you're going all right and you're not doing very well in your season. You're actually managing to have a good week. I mean, he's signed I mean, for an 84. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah. He's not broke 80. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I mean, it just looks like he played one round. Sorry, Mark. Uh, so he went par, with, No, with Drew. He's with Drew. He's with Drew. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. So he's gone par, par, triple, triple, oh, God. bogey, double, bogey, double. Yeah, but you don't know. Is that... Has he spread... Is that... So one, he's made two, a par. Three, four. He's potentially spread them over yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that they must have been the holes where he's played the wrong ball. Is that five holes there? One, two, no, three, six, four. Seven holes. Maybe, maybe. It's not, not gone well. I do, uh, yeah, it's not gone well. Um, but anyway, we'll leave that there. I think we bashed him enough now. Yeah, sorry, Mark. But you are Trapper of the Week. <laughs> and he, he is a tireless athlete, so it's probably that probably one for everyone next that you've said. Absolute chopper. That sounds like we should be using a PTS solo. <laughs> it's a DT solo. I'll have you know. I'll have you know. Before you even started playing golf, mate, they had a PTS solo. So you get back in your box. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This boy doesn't know what a 392 is, does he? Reach out to me. Peace out. I don't know. You're correct. Um, let's move on to Tour Trash Professional? Talk. No, I thought so. Let's move on to Tour Trash Velocity? Talk. Never heard of it. Are we going to do this podcast? Or rattled, what? that is. Not rattled. rattled. So it was the PJ Tour Palamato Championship. Oh, easy for you to say. Not really. At Congaree. Oh, wow. Sell it, uh, it. I have no <laughs> idea. That <laughs> could just, be absolutely could ridiculous. Could I just say one thing? That, that couldn't have sounded more Manchester than <laughs> So, uh, lad, uh, and I've got the Palamito Championship at Congaree. It wasn't that bad. Some, somebody listening to that is just absolutely hanging their head in shame, thinking, yeah. oh my God. What am I listening to here? Um, so, the winner, do you know what I think it is? I have my first jab on Friday. I think it's still affecting me. I don't know, you are pretty grumpy today. I'm not grumpy at all. He's very, so, this morning, very, very grumpy. <laughs> um, so, the winner, and this is mad, and we're going to talk about this guy's form because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Garrick Higo, 11 under par. Joke, Higo, Higo, you're the man. Joke of a golfer. By the way, can I just say one thing before we talk about his round? How many people were tied on minus 10? Yeah, so tied second, you had one, two, three, four, five, six people, including Hudson Swafford, Schwafford, Doc Redman, Jonathan Vegas, Till Hatton, Bo Van Pelt, and Hadley, I didn't get his first name, all at 10 under par. Good, good for Till Hatton, that. Because he's had coming some, into the ma- uh, coming into US Open, yeah, he's had some dodgy, dodgy scores. It's a good, good, good start, and that's where, like we spoke about last week, sometimes you have that event beforehand, yeah, rather than a week after. Could do, do you not. play? Could, could do you really well? So before this, I want to say this quickly because um, we were watching the golf together on Saturday. Yep, and um, we just watched uh, the whole football. Um, things and then uh then watching the golf and we caught like like maybe like the second half of Hatton's interview yeah and we had to rewind it because he he basically said along the lines of I think we have to chuck him this week. Yeah you have to make some changes. You have to make some changes and chuck him. I'm like has he just sacked his caddy on (laughs) live on air? Is he talking about his caddy? So anyway, long story short, you're not breaking news here. Um you're talking about his putter. Yeah. So, but then his putter's obviously done well for him on yeah. the, on the But has he changed putter? I was gonna say, can you change putter joint? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can change. Just you can change it from round to round. Right. You only can change it in play if it breaks and it's not your fault. Like 
which potentially any time that he breaks a club, then it's probably his fault. So that anger would, issues. That example would be like when Brighton lent on his driver and it just snapped. The yeah. head. He didn't snap the yeah, club, yeah. did it? Yeah. So, but where maybe, where does the line draw on that? Because you could be really angry, leaning on it. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, but it, I, I imagine the line draws it. The, the draws is where you like snap it over your knee or throw it. I've, or, I've done it. I know you've done it. But like, if he, he literally just went down to pick his tee up. Have I ever told you the story about when I threw my club in the lake in Portugal? I don't think you have. The, only, <laughs> the story that you've told, I think everyone will have heard, is the one where you snapped it around your back. Oh, yeah. So basically, long story short, uh, uh, me and Dad were in, on holiday playing golf. Uh, actually, I was when I was practicing out there. Yeah. Uh, and one of the holes at Panina, the seventh, is like a short, drivable... Lovely golf course, by the way. Lovely golf Panina. course. Yeah, of course, you've been there. Um, the short, drivable part four, where off the yellows, you can lay up or you can go for it. Anyway, I was playing it off the yellows. I decided to lay up, working on wedge game. Cheers. <laughs> uh, laid up, fatted it short. I had seven iron in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, and then I hit this rank seven iron. I was playing really bad. Like I was trying to turn pro and trying to put loads of pressure on my game and no I just turned to absolute dissolved as I'd say to Josh. Absolutely. Like dissolved. an absolute Barocca. Yes. Um and then I tried to throw my club forwards and as I've thrown it, it's sort of come out a bit later than like oh. I wanted to release it. And it's gone like Oh, no. <laughs> but right in the middle, mate. But for about three days, we were playing afterwards, and all you could see is my seven nine just hanging out the top of the water, just a little bit in the reeds. Did you not like? Well, I to get in there. It crossed my mind. I, mean, I thought it might have done. I'm I'd, assuming it's still there. Yeah, I, I, mate, I'd guess like because people go dying for gold balls there. I would guess somebody's had it and someone's using it. It's a lovely seven nine, have beautiful shafts in it. <laughs> um, so other finishes, other notable finishes, DJ. Tied 10th, 8 under with Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, Poulter tied 25, 25th, sorry. He at uh, 5 under. He's making a claim to get in that Ryder Cup and he's doing his very best to get in that squad yeah. at, like as a wildcard because I don't think he's going to get in on points. But but then another one, Brooks Kepka missed the cut, 3 over par. <sighs> Not good going into a US Open. But we will talk about that as we, as we go later in the pod. Let's get on to Garrett Kigo because this guy is a joke. 22 years old. This is third win of the year. Mm. He won twice on the European Tour. Mm. He's won once on the PJ Tour. And this is his second start on the PJ Tour. Mm. So let me just talk you through his last six starts, right? Tied fourth, first. Tied eighth, first. Tied 64, first. Joke. That, that is... is a joke. That is mightily impressive, isn't it? 22 years old as well. 22. This is not like a seasoned player that's been around the game for How years. How old do you say again? 22 years old. Jesus. That's mightily impressive, isn't it? So, obviously, young South African lad. He, If you've not seen this, it's quite cool, actually. You've got to call off Gary Player. Yes, it's very cool. Um, having finished around, basically saying that all his family are watching and like... They were celebrating. It's the best thing. Like he's never wanted someone to win so much, and all this, and that must be amazing for him because he probably looks up to Gary Player as like, oh, here I don't know, cheap, like, um, wow, cheap, um, so cheap, unbelievable, cheap. No, no, I've said it now. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, cheap. like, it, like thing for him cheap. that having Gary Player call cheap. him. If it, cheap. Uh, apparently Gary Player's a cheat, I don't know if you got that. I only got off what stories I've heard of you them. 
I've heard only I'm only speculating here. Vicious rumors. Uh, vicious rumors, but I've heard it's all a bit of bravado. Nobody actually really likes Gary Player on tour. Everybody just sort of go like sort of plays along with this whole bravado. Apparently's a bit of a tosser. <laughs> I hope that I hope you heard that. I hope that comes through on the mic. Just go back and back about ten seconds and turn your volume up. <laughs> um but this is the thing I wanna I wanna talk about now. So that's he Gary would be in my opinion, like the second South African this year that's sort of like really broken through in style. Yeah. Like you had Christian Bezaden Ho like back end of last year yeah. and into this year. Now Garrett Higo's come over onto the PJ Tour having won twice on the European Tour. And are these two going to be the next big like South African stars from yeah. like, obviously we had the Well, you had Schwarzschild and Neustadzen yeah. who are both major champions. Yeah. Um, so... Like, and, and this thing, I'm not writing who stays in, in Schwartz Loffey because obviously who stays in was up there in the PGA. No, but I, I but definitely agree. It's, de- it's definitely new young blood coming through that are both very, very talented. Well, all four of them are, but uh, Bezaden Ho and, and Higo are the future of South African golf. Oh, yeah. Like, you could argue Schwartz or New Stays and took out have taken over sort of L's, really. Yeah, exactly. Because um, L's at one point was probably this, this, the standout um, South African golfer on his own. Yeah. Uh, you had plenty of others that were very, very good, but standout one. Um, but mightily, mightily impressive for South African golf. It's in a very good place, and I think that just sort of speaks volumes of what they do down on the Sunshine Tour. Like these Definitely. players, all four of them, all five of them, right, used to play Sunshine Tour, which has many co-sanctioned events with the European Tour. Um, and for me, it just shows the quality of golf that they got down there, the quality of competition they have down there. Yep. Um, and what I'd say is that this guy would be playing courses similar, very similar to how the PJ Tour courses are set up. Yeah. So thick, rough, narrow fairways, long courses, um, in hot humid, hu- humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he's a star to watch out for the future, and he's playing the US Open this week. Which, you know what, on the back of all those results, you never if, know. Do it you? would be amazing if he did win. I don't think he would, but. If he did win, nobody would be like, oh, yeah, that oh, yeah, because which sounds crazy, really. He's only 22, and he's had two starts in the PJ Tour. And we're like, if he won the US Open, be like, oh, yeah, I can see how he did that. However, the one thing that is going against him in this is his run of form, is his duo, either a fourth yeah, and eighth and 64th, you could, and then a win next week. So, <laughs> you, you could, you could argue, be surprised. You probably missed the court, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you bigged him up now as well, saying he could win it. He's my pick. <laughs> um, but and this is like obviously Schwartzel's gone a little bit quiet since because he, he won the Masters, didn't he? Schwartzel, he's gone a little bit quiet and not seen much of him. But he's still around on tour, and definitely same with Ustase, and has been unbelievable this year. Still, like he was way up there in the PJ Championship on the last day. I don't think you'll ever write those two off. No, like, you can't. Just... Can you? Do you know what they need to do? You know, like in cricket, I know we mentioned cricket again. Here. You know, like in cricket, where did you mention cricket before? I did because it's a village, didn't I? You mentioned for like ten seconds. Yeah, but you know where you get like like England have got like Joffrey Archer playing and Kevin Peterson played. You know what? You know what Who actually is African? Yeah, you <laughs> need to get some dodgy birth certificates sorted. <laughs> uh, what it is ago? Uh, do you want to change that birth certificate? You've got a great great grandmother's brothers, sisters, mothers, friends, daughters, you had dog, a dog from Scotland. Uh, and- <laughs> Europe team? <laughs> get him in. Get the lads in. We'll pay you. <laughs> um, but quality, and I hope, like, I hope that he carries on in quality. the form that he's in because he's another one. Like Bezenho has gone out there and hasn't really come back to the European Tour. I think he'll do the same. Yeah, mate. I, I and 
I was actually speaking to one of um, friends' dads last night at a barbecue about the European tour, and like it used to be. I mean, this is sort of like the perception that I've had changed of it. Like, it always has been that one where you obviously want to get to PJ Tour because that's where the big money's at. But just seems to me that European tour seems to be going one direction. That's sinking like a stone. In my opinion, I might be wrong. And the European tour, the PJ tour is going from strength to strength. More and more of our top European players are not seeming to bother about playing in Europe. Well, they're based out in the states. Or yeah, like but McElroy but why though? Like, so, well, I know why. The answer is money. Yeah, the events are bigger. Yep, bigger um, world ranking points. Yep, but you've got you only have a handful of events a year in the European Tour schedule outside the majors that actually contribute to having big players. Yep. And that's... I, I don't get this. I don't get why they don't try and do something to just get people to play over here more. Because, and for me, this comes back to sort of like challenge tour not on TV. Why? This yeah. comes then back to um, actually creating events where you do have the bigger players because then you can get more sponsors. I know they're trying to do that with the Rolex series, but again, they're, the only, they're only a few events a year. Yeah. So you're basically saying all these other events are just half-assed. That's the thing, isn't it? And like you said more and more players as soon as they make that jump over don't come back don't want to unless come back they have to, to. yeah i mean exactly. there's been a few players like beef like beef yeah. went over there had a little bit of a good run but then really struggled and lost his pj tour card and now yeah. he's struggling to actually find his game really yeah in the grand scheme of like how good he is at golf so i mean it's one of them i don't see why if you got your full card over there why you'd ever come back no i i agree and i think that we will see this more and more and hopefully like you said the european tour can sort of sort itself out but we will see this more and more that that players will just go over there and stay over there um but let's leave that there let's move on to some other news we spoke about angel cabrera yeah, this guy i mean i want to put the photo here mate <laughs> he has had a shocker hasn't he <sighs> so basically we spoke i, I about remember watching this guy when the and masters yeah, mate. same and we spoke about this january and when he was arrested in rio but since then He's been on the Interpol's red list, which is for fugitives wanted sounds for like prosecution. Off, um, sounds like something like off... Sounds like something off... Yeah, what's it? Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Interpol. <laughs> um, so the red list is for fugitives wanted for prosecution or to serve a sentence. And he's now been extradited back to Argentina and awaiting trial for domestic offences. So he's it? basically been on the run. He's, yeah, he's basically been on the run. But it's ridiculous. So, But there's a picture here of him with... One, two, three, four, five, potentially. Yeah, mate, and he's wearing, around him he's wearing a stab sort. vest and a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not good for the man, shall we say. Mate, the guy won the 2007 US Open and the 2009 Masters. I mean, and all these offences occurred between 2016 and 2020. The guy's lost the plot. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Um, so be interesting we'll try and keep he's been charged with assault theft illegal intimidation um repeated uh, disrespect of authorities between 2016 and last year according to police statement from january and he's on trial on the first of july his ex-wife sylvia river did easy for me to say reportedly filed two charges against him in january uh, as reported by the media in argentina so we will try and keep up to date with this he's won 50 times We'll try and keep, including the, BM, the BMW PGA yeah. Championship at Wentworth as well. So we'll try and keep, keep up to date with this and um, and see where this goes, but it's not looking good for him, is it? He's going down. 
And he also, he, and I remember watching that as well when Adam yeah, Scott won last year. He was in the playoff. He's yeah, a, he's a serious player in more ways than once. <laughs> so another story from this week came from Luke Poulter. So Ian you heard Poulter's us right. Son. Yes, I'm going to pull up the um, the Instagram post from that Ian Poulter posted about his son. By the way, he's some player, isn't he? Yeah, he is some player, and. His son has been. Wonder if he's got the fight like his dad, like like bit of a bit of grit, yeah, bit of grit about him. But basically, he, um, Ian Potter always posts about his results and he'll put a scoreboard up and things like that. And to be honest, he's more often than not top ten in these events, which is really really good. Um, But this was the post from Ian Potter this weekend. What an eventful day that was. A dislocated knee on the th- on his 36th hole of the day after nearly holing out from 90 yards. So basically, what I think's happened is he's made this putt from 90 yards. It's nearly gone in, and he's like dropped to his knees, like you know, like, like oh, kind of thing. Like stood in the same spot, dropped his knees, and he's popped his kneecap oh. right on the side of his leg. Um, so he was eight over for the first nine holes. Seven under for his last twenty-seven and a, and bogey-free, um, and he's now and he's gone from last to two off the lead. The paramedics were called to the course to reposition his kneecap. I mean, how's he carried on? By the way, ridiculous. There's a video of him like with a strapping on, like hobbling round. Yeah, mate. Like, so, like, so uh, I saw Ian Porter's tweet as well. He put an eventful day. Luke dislocated his knee on the thirty-sixth hole after nearly uh, holding out from ninety yards. He was plus eight for his first nine holes, right? Then minus seven for his last 27 holes and finished two off the lead. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, Sorry, I just realised I just repeated what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's walking okay and can squat and can squat cautiously. He really wants to give it a how's go today. He hitting, so he, he played he, the next day. How's he actually hitting though? I'm assuming he's right-handed, right? Yeah. How's he even turning into his left-hand side? No idea. Doxon's giving him the okay to try and, and play. Any concerns or issues and thoughts and not being able to commit 100% and will come off. I love the fight and determination. So I he has got a bit of fight. <laughs> fair play to him. I mean, if he's a footballer, he'd be off for bloody five weeks, wouldn't he? Yeah, but go and, go and look on Ian Poulter's Twitter and on his Instagram. He's got the video and the picture of his kneecap on the side of his knee. Cheers, Dad. Um, yeah, it's not great, but unbelievable, unbelievable thing. And it, I think he's a one for the future. Yeah, it's yeah. a big, bold claim, that. I know it is, and I know there's a lot of he's got to do a lot to get there. But a lot of pressure on him as well. A lot of pressure, but he's learning from one of the best, isn't he? So he's oh. uh, he's in he's in a good position, shall we say? Finally, before we move on to our US Open preview, the mixed event on the European Tour this week, the Scandinavia Open. Couple of things I want to make, mention on this. You mean the West League just gone? Yeah, sorry. Couple of things I want to mention on this. Firstly, class that they've done a mixed event. We were speaking about this, about the 2020 Pro Tour and how they're doing mixed events. Mm. This is really, really good for the game of golf, I feel. Yeah. Um, it was the or hosted by Stenson and Sorenstam? Mm-hmm. Anika Sorenstam? I think that's how you say it. I apologise if not. Annika. Annika. So, they host the event um, and it was quality, a quality thing. that They did a 14 club challenge yep. like on the Instagram things like that and I think more of this is, is what golf needs the well, winner we also need a boxing match just we, we do need a boxing match that's to come uh, the winner was Jonathan Coldwell who was actually caddy the guy um, caddying for him was uh, um, Tom's Tom's old caddy 
and the highest placed female was Alice Houston who came third which is really good um, but there was a special guest caddy this week mm. Mike Dean uh, that's why can I say can I clarify that's why I mentioned Mike Dean earlier yeah it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike, on my mind Mike Dean premiership referee caddied for Whitney Hillier an Australian I thought you say Whitney Houston then for half a second um, Whitney Hillier so there's videos of him down his knees reading puts but What's his goal with that? This is the thing, I don't know. Like, is he doing it because he wants... Like, I said to you, like, oh, yeah, why is he going there? But he says, you've made a great point saying, like, a referee in the P- PJ, so a referee on uh, the Premier League, it's a short It's not career. a massively long career, is it? No, you could probably do it from, say, you probably don't get into it until you've got experience in your 20s, yeah. mid-20s. Yeah. You probably do it to your late 30s. Maybe, maybe creeping to your 40s if you stay what fit. What do they earn? What do they earn? Well, like, I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be earning good. It's money. got to be a decent wage, hasn't it? But maybe it's some. Maybe he just loves golf and just wants something to do. So after. I search it now. Like he, but he, I mean, again, all it was all over their Instagram. They put a post on about it, um, and he was like pacing out. He, he like he knows what he's doing. Is he, got, is he got a golfer? I've no idea. Okay, so here you go. Um, referees in top flight game can earn some, uh, as much as seventy grand a year. They are paid a basic yearly retainer between thirty-eight thousand and forty-two thousand, based on experience, and they are paid one thousand one hundred per match. Um, on top of that, championship referees uh, basic yearly uh, retainer, but are only played uh, six hundred pounds a game. Yeah, so it's it's a decent it's a decent decent gig that isn't it? So and you're only working half the year. <laughs> this is the thing. So maybe maybe it's a something to keep him busy. B, mm. it's something that he wants to do further down the line because it's I know obviously you spoke it's, it's a tough job being a caddy but it's a lot of travel but he's probably used to that already so exactly I so mean. very interesting to see if he is back next week see if he's out there and um and play and caddying again next week and if this is something that we're going to see more regularly um but anyway let's see that there because you was open preview it oh. <laughs> sorry I was about to do a big build up to that I just thought I'd cut to the chase that's right it's US Open week major week and we are excited. Can we do this in reverse? Can we just start off with our picks right away? No. No, please. Let's just say your picks right now. Before. I've not thought about it. Okay, well, let's not then. Uh, join so, us in about 10 minutes' time. <laughs> so, the course, Tory Pines. If you don't know, get to know. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Unbelievable place. I think it's on my bucket list, that place. Yes. That, Pebble Beach, Augusta, um, somewhere in Utah... <laughs> it's a long list though right? basically you've seen Eric Anders like he's <laughs> yeah. just gone somewhere in Utah but yeah pretty much well he's got a random 18 if you've not seen that go and have a look it's class but not after well don't go and this. plug his channel Christ go doesn't need that really good walk um, defending champion big Biffa Bryson can he do it again I mean he's going to be winding up Brooks and he surely oh I think they're both going to be at it and if the US Open boxing match boxing match <laughs> boxing imagine imagine on the Wednesday instead of a pro-am you just got a boxing match it's a scrap <laughs> yeah. oh they're both in a playoff right lads we're going to settle this with a boxing match this one <laughs> um, but if the US Open and the PJ whoever dis- decides it have got anything about them you stick them in a feature group you stick them in a feature group with, with like Patrick Reed or something like that. <laughs> just stinks of an who argument. Would, who would be like good just to sort of be like, like mediator. a mediator? Mickelson. Put Mickelson in the middle. Yeah, I feel like he would. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Do you have to go with a mediator or somebody that's going to like sort of G on the fight like Polter? 
Probably, or Hatton. Hatton. Someone's going to get angry about them fighting. <laughs> you, know, you know who Hatton reminds me of, like, compared to them two? The, um, Ash, but one of the, what's the, um, one of the, not the, the guy who's like 27, but he looks like, um, uh, oh, child. You mean, um, Hashbella, the, is he? Hashbella, yeah. Hashbella. He looks oh, like he's like, like a big version of one of them compared to them two because obviously a lot shorter than them. <laughs> like, imagine him in the middle of them. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you. I'll get you. Strapping, he's yeah. trying to break him up. <laughs> stop it there, lad. Stop it there. Um, so, defending champion Bryson, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about Brooks Kepka, but do you reckon he's got a chance? Can he pull something out of the bag? He's not been in he's not been great form, massively great form, but he's not really been a million miles off either, especially like two weeks ago when he played but uh, is I it... don't I, I don't know but I mean we said this last year though didn't yeah, we yeah like he's he's just such a good talent you can't you, don't, you can't ever write him off no and he's always got something hasn't he like that's the thing with, with it. I know we and like you joke about me me saying it but that advantage that he has in being able to hit it as far as he can okay as long as he can keep it on the planet he's always going to be in contention isn't he yeah, because put, his putting is so good. Yeah, and that is the key. Um, but looking at the odds, so you've got John Rahmer's favourite, 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. So John Rahmer's been cleared. He's passed all his COVID pro- protocols, so he is playing. Jinky actually did the W. He's going to have so much vengeance coming out to play. This is the way. thing, isn't it? He's he's basically lost what whatever the prize pot was a few weeks ago, a mil and a bit. At least. Fuming. That's a big, that's a lot of money. I mean, he's, also, he's rich, but that's a lot of money like world yeah. ranking points, like because for he, him, he, that world, that top five is so close together. Yeah, like, yeah. You win a big event where all the big boys are playing. You, you, You're moving up yeah. quick, aren't you? Um, so he's ten to one. DJ Dustin Johnson's fourteen to one. Then you've got the uh, Bryson Kepka matchup, both eighteen to one. So interestingly enough, defending champion is not favourite to to retain it. But then that's a really hard thing to do, isn't it? Retain, retain a title, yeah. any title. Never mind a, never, never mind any a, week, a, a major. Um, so those two are eighteen to one, and everyone pray to the golfing gods that we get them in a group at some point. I just because that would be in so good. It'd be freaking absolutely brilliant. The first two days, them two in a feature group. Um, then we've it would got, be better if it actually worked out. They were playing like final round together, yeah. like a two ball. But yeah. I don't think. I mean, well. I mean, there's a chance of it, isn't it? Dreams but, yeah. do come true. <laughs> uh, you've got Shofley and Spieth there. Spieth, for me, is a potentially really good shout for You know this. what's mad? Like, looking at sort of the, these odds here, right? Obviously, Mickelson won the last major. He's yep. 70 to 1 there. Yep. Other betting options are available. <laughs> uh, and by the way, we're looking at this on Monday. Yeah, so this so they might change. But... What, what what I would say is like he's got one more event to complete his career gone slam. He's yeah. obviously playing some very very good golf at the minute. Yeah, he could be one that you just put a bit of a footer on if you are a betting yeah. man or lady. Dark horse, couple of quid, you never know. So Spieth and Schofield are also eighteen to one. McIlroy and Morikawa twenty to one. Again, we spoke about Roy McIlroy at the PGA and it didn't quite come off. But I think he'll play well, mate. You don't think he will? No. Do you think he's? Do you think he's done? No, I don't think he's done. I think he's going to take some time with his new changes and Pete Cowan as his new coach. I yeah. mean, obviously he won, but you could argue like he was capable of winning before anyway, which yep. you couldn't argue. There's no doubt he's 100% capable of winning anything. Yeah. I just think it's going to be hard to uh, how to put that become a consistent player again. Yeah. Yeah. 
I completely agree. I think, but I think, like you said, time is the key. Mm. Working with Pete Cowan is the key to and 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 giving that time to them bedding and and the change that he's making. Justin Thomas has flown under the radar a little bit this year after everything that happened at the start of the year. But However, he's, he's got some twenty-two to one, and he's got serious game. Yeah, serious okay game. then. So who who's your who's your pick? Well, we've not got downs. We've got Hatton and Zalatoris at forty to one. Madness. think he was up there in the Masters. Tell Hatton second last week. Tell Hatton second this week. My pick, though, um, I'm going to go off that list because obviously there's loads of other players playing, but I'm going to go off that list and I'm going to go with, and I backed him a few weeks ago, I'm going to go with Xander Schofle. I, I honestly think he is due a big performance I in one of these events. you're going to be so predictable then and go Ram. No. I honestly think he's due a big performance in one of these events. Like, he is a serious baller. Yeah, I, I like that shout. I like that so, shout. So, that's my shout. I'm going to go Mickelson. Mickelson? Yeah, I just, no, I just think he's going to have a good chance of completing that career grand slam. He's obviously playing some good golf. Like He's in a good place. He looks cool now Now he's got his glasses on. Did you see the um, Instagram that he put out the other day? No. He put out on Instagram and he was like, just gonna like in a buggy and he's saying something like just going out to uh, to play a few holes just wanted to give you a quick reminder and he's like got the what's it, the Winnaker trophy right? yeah, yeah, yeah that me USPs. and Mr Winnaker are here that I am uh, the PGA champion <laughs> I hope he just rocks up with it sit on, on the seatbelt next to him into, into the event at the US Open just walks onto the first tee with it you know what like I honestly hope he does like it's the only one that's eluding him in his career to complete that career yeah. grand slam yeah um, so yeah Mickelson I don't really like the guy but um, see this is the thing if he won and you got that right I wouldn't be disappointed Oh, that disappoints me. I want to choose somebody else then. <laughs> because I really think that that would be an be a nice story, wouldn't, story it? wouldn't it? And what more fuel was the fire to get Tiger to come back and actually yeah, work hard exactly. to get that? I'm sure he would anyway, but your big, one of your biggest rivals in your career, he's won in his late latter ages of his career. Yeah. Tiger's won latter ages. I know he, Tiger's gone through a lot more uh, operations than him, but we'll see. Yes, we will see. So I'm sure he'll be seeing that thirsty, what does he say? Activate the calves. Activate the calves. <laughs> the thing, if he drives it like he drove it at the USPJ, that's the thing. The, he, he can, he can be a serious If that contender. big dog's on, he's good. If the big dog's not on, wow, he's, that bike and ball hunt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, that I think wraps up our preview. Unless you've got anything more you want to add? Up oh, the Mickelson. Up oh, the Mickelson. The last thing we want to talk about, and this is a bit of a different story. Away it's from, a great story. Away from anything, but it is still golf related, don't worry. So, there's going to be an event, a charity longest golf hole. So, basically someone is playing a hole, or plans to play a hole, from John O'Groats... To London. To London. I mean, that's what you do cycling. Yeah, or you walk it, yeah. or... I mean, I, 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 can I just fathom this in my head here? Obviously, he's raising money for a great cause. Get the map up here. You're hitting it across the M62 here, what, son? This is the thing. I'm really intrigued in how he's going to do Go this. Go on, just put, just put it in, get, in, get, get it in Google here. It's like, surely there's... Maybe, 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 maybe... He's playing a golf course on the way. Yeah, so he's going to play a hole on not, every golf course. We found course. this on Golf Monthly, but there's not, like, much on it, really. Like, I can't even believe really find it. Right. 
That's not it, is it? I just typed in Land's End and it's just giving me something in the middle of the country. It's bought the dealership on the corner. Just, just, mate, I know, I know it is the map. I know my geography. No, you don't. I don't know why it's not working. Show us the map. So you look at the map here, right? So he's going from yeah, basically the top of Scotland all the way down to yeah. the south of England. But, like, I mean, down the M6, totally closing it for him. She's going to peg one up at the start. I hope it runs a bit. Mate, imagine that. Downhill. How far could you drive it? But this is the thing. I drove that 33 miles. I'm, I'm sure that it must just be a case of he is just playing golf courses. Like a hole on every golf course. I mean, I, I, I would suggest that would be the case. Unless he's just going to peg one up on uh, the John, o, John O'Groat signpost on, <laughs> on the harbour. Just hit south. And just hit it as hard as he can. It's downhill anyway. Wow. <laughs> just got to go over the Pennines, mate, the Peak District, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's downhill. If you're north to south, downhill. No, you can't say, yeah, mate, well done. So you flat earther then? I'm joking, mate, obviously. The right. earth is flat. Right. I think that wraps us up for today. It does. I really do hope you enjoyed that. Yes, and we will bring you a full review next week of the USPJ PG. The US, US Open. US Open, we're getting his words, aren't we? Um, just because you're bothered about Mickelson winning, mate. We'll bring you a full review. I will stay up late just for you to watch it and do my research. Cause I'll I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much for all your support so far. And we will... S- don't forget to go and check out the YouTube channel. Yes. I forgot that. I'll say link down below, but you know what it is. How to in a good walk on YouTube. Uh, my full club fitting is up there. We're testing old gold balls, new gold balls, one length irons. And go and a, check it out. There's a big red button on there that says subscribe. It's if free. If you just click that... It really will help us. Yeah. See you next week. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Bye.